So the book of Ephesians and 1 Corinthians, just going to be look at two verses. It's not going to be an extended speak as such, but just a thought really for tonight around as we're worshipping and it speaks for itself today as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The tomb is empty. Why? Because Jesus Christ is alive. And that's what we're singing about tonight with great sense of hope and confidence that God is a living God and he's alive and amongst us and living forevermore. And uh, that's where we've been going tonight. But I really want to pray, if that's you, if you're the person that's not made head nor tail of all of this, if you think that you, you, you know you are a Christian or you think you're a Christian, you're not sure that you're a Christian, as Joyce was sharing about this message of Jesus being alive, just lay hold of that because God, I believe, is speaking for you and loves you and cares about you, whoever you are tonight. If you've got questions and you've got even a few doubts, God is saying to you tonight, I love you and I care about you and I want to make the path straight for you. So whoever that's for, as Joyce shared that, just be encouraged um, in that tonight for a moment or two. You know, Jesus, we're told that there are many, many different ways um, to find God. And um, it's like different paths on a mountain, some people would say. But um, Confucius said, I know the way. Krishna says that I see the way. Muhammad said, I'm a prophet of the way. And Buddha said, I'm seeking the way. If you're involved in the area of what we call the New Age or spiritual enlightenment movement, it says that we're on the way. But this is the most amazing thing. Jesus said, Jesus said, I am the way. Now, we're not denigrating other paths and we're not denigrating other religions, but this is what marks Christianity. This is what marks out Jesus Christ from everything and everyone else and all the other paths Jesus says, I am the way. And he said that with his death and resurrection to life. I am the pathway. I am the way to God the Father. There may be many paths, but there's only one direction. There's only one true way. And Jesus Christ said, I am the way. And we base that amazing statement And we were looking at it on our intro video tonight to our introduction to worship, Jesus Alive. It says that in Luke's gospel, it said that why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here. He's risen. He's alive. The tomb is empty. Um, It might be great if you've ever been to Israel and you maybe visited the tomb. That's an amazing thing. I'm sure that you've put out a a holiday of a lifetime and a life-changing experience. But I'm so glad that there's no pilgrimage to a tomb to find any bones or anybody because Jesus isn't there. Can't find him because he's alive. He is risen. And this is why he can then make the claim, I'm the way to God. Because he died, rose again, came back, showed himself to hundreds of people and was raised up to heaven and says, the same power that raised me will soon work in you too. Let's look at a couple of verses just for a moment or two because the, the resurrection is not just an event, but the event has incredible effects and is something that we can really experience. It's an event, but it's more than an event. It's an experience and has amazing effects. Look at this. Turn with me to 1, Corinth, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 very briefly as we just look at this. But Jesus Christ is that amazing way, the way. And this is why he can say, I am the way. 
There's prophets of the way. There's people who see the way. We can all be on the way. But Jesus said, I am the way. And this is why he says, I am the way. He's the one who experienced death and resurrection and came back to say, follow me. I have now made a way for you. Follow me in this pathway. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, there is an amazing experience for you and I. In chapter 6, verse 14, it says this, By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. By his power, God raised Jesus from the dead, and he will raise you and I also. That also is for anyone who believes, says in John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And so in chapter 6, verse 14, God will raise Jesus. So that same God who raised Jesus will raise to life anyone that believes in him. He's the way. He is the way, the truth and the life. And so there is the most amazing effect for our lives. Resurrection from the dead. Don't believe when they say that once you're dead and buried, that is it. Everybody will be raised. We'll be raised to life. The effect of the event that God raised Jesus this year will also raise you and I if we believe. Those that believe in him shall be raised from the dead. The tomb is empty because Jesus is alive. Our tomb will be empty because we shall too be raised from the dead. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish. That's an effect. But as also that event of the resurrection, didn't just stay in as as an event. It has an effect for you if you believe. It has an effect for your eternal destiny, your future and your life. But not only the eternal future, but an experience today. The event has an effect of resurrection life for all of us. But thirdly and finally, there is an experience. Turn with me finally to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And verse 18 reads like this. And this I find incredibly exciting. I'm excited that death is not the end for me because I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so excited that that is not my final destination, that I shall be raised to life. So shall you, if you believe in him. Now look at this um, experience that we may know today. It's Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18. And it reads like this. I pray, it says in the NIV, I pray also, says Paul, that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Paul says, I pray that you might know the power, the same power that it was experienced in Jesus' life, that was evidenced and worked in Jesus, that raised him from the dead, that you may experience that same heavenly resurrection power in your life. He was praying for Christians that they too might experience 
the event of the resurrection. The effect of the event is that we should be raised from the dead. That's an eternal future. But there is an experience that you might know today in your life is the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. I don't know what you face tonight or today in hope, in life, in family, in home. But there is the most amazing experience that we might know. We may know the same power that raised Jesus from the dead might take effect in our marriages, in our workplace, in your finance, in your body, in your health, in life, in relationships, where it seems to be there is no way. Everything is closed off, shut up. God can open the most amazing way. And so the good news for us, yes, the tomb is empty. Jesus is alive. That event in history has an amazing effect in all of our lives if we believe. But that effect isn't just for the future. It's an experience, says Paul, that you might know now. And when he says, I pray that you might know, it means this. That word, you might know, means you might intimately experience the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. That's what it means to know when he says there, I pray that you might know, you might intimately experience the same power that raised Jesus from the dead and it might work in and throughout your life and my life. I don't know what you face. You might think, oh, it's difficult, work, life, this day, tomorrow, what next week might bring. I don't know what the doctor has said to you. I don't know what's hanging over your life, but you might know the same hope and power, intimately experience the resurrection power of Jesus Christ, not just in the future, but right now and today. Let's pray. We're going to continue to worship, but let's just pray for a moment. I'm so glad that this is not just another event, another religious event But this has an amazing effect. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Oh, tonight, as our eyes, I'll just invite just to close our eyes for a moment. Tonight, As we're gathered and we're here, I want to give you the opportunity. Whoever believes in him might know the effect of resurrection life. Death is not the end. I want to just give the opportunity. I'm not going to take it for granted that every single one of us maybe believes tonight. I don't know where we all stand. So while no one's looking around, I just want to say, is there anyone tonight that you would like? You haven't come to that place where you say, I believe in you, Jesus Christ. Forgive me. I want to live for God. Is there anyone here tonight? You might read the Bible. That's good. You might even come to church. That might be good. You might say prayers. That is good stuff. But what is the thing that changes our lives is whoever believes in him. I'm going to give you the opportunity. Is there anyone that tonight you would say, I need you, God. I want to follow you. I believe in you, Lord Jesus. If you've never done this before, then just raise your hand right now. We're not going to prolong it, but is there anyone tonight? Thank you, thank you. Is there anyone else? You can sit down now, thank you. Once you've raised your hand, that's fine. Is there anyone else tonight? Lord Jesus, we thank you for resurrection life 
Thank you for forgiveness. If we've lived lives for ourselves, that's what sin is, without recognition of living for God. And so we would say tonight, forgive us living for me without recognizing you, O God. I believe, Lord Jesus, that you paid the price for my selfish living for me, sin. You've taken it upon the whole world. And now I'm raised to life forevermore. And so tonight, I believe in you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me. I want to live for you, God. Father God, tonight also see our hearts that we thank you that this is not just an event confined to history, but the effect is that for whoever believes in you, we too shall be raised to life with you in, seated in heavenly places, that death is not the end. Sickness does not have the final say, and death does not have the final say over our lives. And also, we may say right tonight, we say thank you, Lord, no matter how dark the situation may be around us, how difficult, how fraught, whatever a doctor may have said, How dire are finances, the difficulty at work or at home, or the situation in marriage or life, that we may know the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, working in us, through us, and amongst us. How amazing is that? How amazing is that? Not just working in me, for me, but working through me to touch others. How amazing is that? Oh, Lord Jesus, that we might know and experience intimately a fresh experience of your resurrection life in our hearts tonight, in Jesus' name. Amen.